For Country Autos Havel, take one for a test drive today. Don't see JB for one, see Nathan and the team at Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking, 92.9. 11 past 7 right here at 92.9. Happy Tuesday, JB here this morning, all thanks to Country Autos GWM. Romy, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, doing very good, very good. I'm going to try and decipher some more, well, a lie from your three facts about yourself. Yes, you are. I I'm hope feeling I haven't confident made it today. Good. I hope I haven't made it too easy. No, never. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So I live, I ran a bar crawl business in Barcelona. I'm a really good singer. Yeah. And I lived in Egypt. Oh, okay. I reckon after the story yesterday that you had... Um, I reckon you'd lived in Egypt, so I'll I'll say that's the truth. A bar crawl business in Barcelona, and you're a really good singer. Um, I reckon the singing one's a lie, and this would get really awkward if you are actually a really good singer and bustle out like your best Celine Dion right now. I'm too nervous, but I am a really good singer. Oh, really? Yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which one so was nice sl- try. <laughs> I get you every time. It was a bar crawl business? No, I've never lived oh, in Egypt. Ne- okay. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know. After the story yesterday, see you through me. And that was that the plan. That seemed plausible. That was the plan. Have you been to Egypt? No, but I would. I cannot wait to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I, look, I haven't been, but mm. I've heard only good things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and the bar crawl business one? Mm, that happened. Yeah, that's cool. That was a wild time. Yeah, um, I can imagine. <laughs> I was just finished school and on, you know, that that famous gap year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I ran out of money, so I stopped travelling and I just... Um, Pulled up stumps in Barcelona. Yeah, that's right. And found myself essentially living on Las Ramblas, um, which is the main street. Cool. Um, not living on the street, but uh, I felt like I was. <laughs> I was barely home. <laughs> um, and I used to, yeah, me and a bunch of people used to take get other people to come with us and we would take like 20, 20 euros or something yep. um, and then take them to all these clubs and get a shot on arrival. And it really wasn't a business. It was more... <laughs> people by the end of the night <laughs> would be like, this is the worst bar crawl ever because we would all just be partying and it was not a legitimate yeah, thing. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. And it look, it, it got you home. Uh, so. it, well, yes. It, <laughs> it or it was reinvested into more drinks at each of the stops, either one. <laughs> no, I don't think anything much came from it. I definitely ended up just saying, hey, mum, can you help me come home? <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> Barcelona's a surprising one. I know my parents, they did like a round-the-world trip a couple of years ago mm. and um, they uh, Barcelona was on the tour. I remember that they weren't – it was like they were neutral with it. They were like, we're going there – don't think it's going to be that good. Don't think it's going to be crap either. It's just going to be neutral. They absolutely loved it mm. and ended up going back there a couple of years later and checking out more of it, which I think was the only city on their whole itinerary that actually bothered going back to and revisiting again to experience it more. So it really surprised them. They loved it. Yeah, it's, so. it's underrated. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some people, obviously, it's quite yeah, well yeah. rated. It yeah. is an amazing place. Yeah. yeah. I just can't get past the the Barcelona, like Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that's how it's pronounced is—is is that how you meant to say it with the lips? That's how Spanish, yeah. Yeah, right. Like Barcelona. Like uh, what's the 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 party island in the UK? What's that? Ibiza. Ibiza. You have to put the th in there. Mm, it's not the same if you just right. say Ibiza. It's... No, you should never. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong.
Quarter past seven, they're looking at updating the community chess cards in Monopoly for like the first time in 86 years or something. I think it's time to modernise them a little bit. Some suggestions for that after this. The Country Autos Huddle. Take one for a test drive today. Don't see JB for one. See Nathan and the team at Country Autos Huddle. It's new car thinking. 92.9. So for the first time in about like 86 years or something... Uh, they are changing the or updating the community chess cards in Monopoly. Apparently, some of the cards don't reflect uh, community standards in 2021. So some of the ones that they want to look at updating is like you've won second place in a beauty contest. They reckon that doesn't sort of stack up in 2021. For some odd reason, things to do with life insurance or holiday funds are also getting a bit of a refresh as well. There's about 16 cards that they're looking at yanking out of the pile and updating and giving them a bit of a refresh. Some of those suggestions include sort of, you know, uh, supporting shop local or helping your neighbours clean up their yard after a storm or, you know, here's $5 because you've rescued a puppy those kind of things. I can't believe they haven't updated it for that long. We thought uh, on our Facebook page we'd throw them some suggestions for what some of the new community uh, chess cards could be. Andrew said, your comments on social media have offended someone. Spend two turns in social media jail. That's a good I mean, one. I like that. That's certainly modernised mm. it. Uh, you're exposed to COVID-19 and you're placed in quarantine for two rounds. Wow. But maybe the free parking spot, which is a bit of a waste on the board, they could change that to like a quarantine station. Yeah. That'd be very 2021. A bit cruel though. Uh, you've bought all the toilet paper, so go directly to jail. That's probably that's probably a good one from, from, uh, from Rob. I don't mind that at all. Uh, also, uh, a lot of suggestions too about trying to... Um, include GoFundMe in some ways in the community chess. So I think that's definitely a way to modernise it a little bit. Maybe, you know, you've started up your own GoFundMe site. Here's $10 that the banker can pay you out for, mm. you know. Everyone's on the GoFundMe bandwagon. Um, bandwagon. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe, you know, how every year or so they release the, the press release always comes out about, you know, go and find your, your old superannuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that always comes out. Surely it's March now. Surely we'll be seeing that landing on our desk sometime soon. Maybe that could be a way you can get cash in the Monopoly board as well. You know, we found some superannuation. Here's 100 bucks from the banker or whatever. That might be a good one. So it might, might be a little bit more modern than the good old we've found an old life insurance policy. So... Who's got them nowadays? 721. The Country Autos Huddle. Take one for a test drive today. Don't see JB for one. See Nathan and the team at Country Autos Huddle. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Sam Smith Diamonds right here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. All thanks Country Autos GWM. And the New South Wales government last week began rolling out those Dine and Discover vouchers, which is fantastic to spark some patronage back into our hospitality industry. And to chat a little bit more about this, it's Luke Fielding from Williamsburg. How are you, Luke? Good morning, JB. I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, not a worry at all. It's been a tough 12 months, I imagine, for you guys there at Williamsburg. How good will this scheme be to try and spark a little bit of life back? Mate, it's been um, it's an incredible scheme, so we're very fortunate and thankful for the New South Wales government for doing something like this. Um, business like Williamsburg, 
I guess we were fortunate that we were able to, um, you know, we were able to move into just takeaway only. So we had still had the support of the community. But not being able to have dining customers for such a long period of time, um, this is just a welcoming campaign on top of. So we're very appreciative of it. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, not having dining customers does sort of affect uh, your your staffing levels, you know, a lot of the wait staff and things like that you didn't have to employ for that period when you go takeaway only. Mate, that's exactly right. I, I guess Williamsburg a little bit different. Um, I made the promise to my team that we would keep everyone on, and yeah. we did. And yeah. the government assistance like JobKeeper gave us the confidence to do um, that as well. Um, but when we consider a business, I also own the press across the road. It yep. was shut down for three months. You know, we were at only 50% capacity for the rest of the year. Mm. And then we didn't have the country music festival. So a campaign like this, um, the press being a registered business as well, incredible. So we're very excited and, again, very um, we're just so thankful for the New South Wales government to be able to do this for us. Yeah, now these Dine and Discover vouchers, they are easy to get access to. You basically get, what, four $25 vouchers for you to use between now and the end of June. You can get all the details on the uh, the website. You've seen a bit of a take-up on these already? Uh, we've, we've had a lot. We've probably had about 30 um, vouchers received wow. already. Uh, a little bit, I think it was all a little bit confusing at the start of last week. Um, the Dine in vouchers were only going to be Monday to Friday. But I'm happy to announce, well, not myself announced, but they are extended to Monday all the way through to Sunday. So you can use them seven days a week now, which is incredible as well. I must ask you, there's been a little bit, I've heard some people, um, especially ringing, ironically, talkback radio stations more than ever, from some business owners saying that they don't like the fact that... um, you're able to use them over the weekends. There's been a couple of business owners saying, you know, it's already a busy time for us. It should only be, you know, able to be used Monday to Thursday. I think that's a little bit of a backwards view, me personally. You as a business owner, you know a hell of a lot more than I do. Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Thanks, mate. Um, look, everyone has their own individual opinions on it. I don't think we should be picking and choosing and being negative about anything like this. It's um, Again, I'm just appreciative. So yeah. coming Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we don't care. We just we just want you in our venue. We want you in all the local venues. Just the money's coming in anyway. So yeah. I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all for it. And uh, the less rules, the better for me. Yeah. Um, we don't want... We don't want any disagreements between the customers and the staff and any confusion. So just open it up, and I'm happy with the seven days. Yeah, no, I I thought the same thing. I thought, as you said, it's money coming in regardless of what day it is. And, you know, it's that whole flow-on effect of business. You know, you go in there, you use that voucher maybe for somewhere you've never been before. You get good service. You get good food. You'll go back there with your own cash, not necessarily $25 from the New South Wales government. So, yeah, I think... And everyone's circumstances are different. Some people can't go to venues on the weekend for whatever reason. Yeah. So that might be the only opportunity that they can get. And we only have a few months to use these vouchers. So um, the seven days, is, it suits us. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. Hey, thank you so much for the chat this morning. All the best with the team down there at uh, Williamsburg. Great to see that you guys did plough through what's been a very difficult 12 months. And look, hopefully 2021 does look a little brighter. 
JB, I appreciate it so much, and I just want to thank the community for supporting us, as always. Thank you so much. Cheers. Not a drama at all. 7.47 here at 92.9. Thanks to Country Autos Hubble and its new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast with just, well, old thinking. 92.9. We'll play the stresses very shortly, but right now, though, from Tamworth Regional Council, the Senior Youth Services Assistant at the Youthy Sewa joins me for a chat. How are you? I'm well, Jared. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Thank you so much for coming in for a bit of a chat. Now, we're going to talk Youth Week. That's just around the corner. April 16, that gets underway. And you guys are Tamworth Regional Council and the Youthy doing some great stuff for Youth Week. Run us through some of the activities you guys have planned. Oh, worries, Jared. Yeah, well, we've got um, lots of wonderful events planned for young people 12 to 25 in the Tamworth region. So um, we kick off with a launch party on the 16th of April. That's the Friday, last Friday of the school holidays. We're going to have Handled Scandal and Liquid Zoo, two um, quite well-known um, local bands. And um, check them out on Instagram if, if you get the chance. We're going to have stalls and a barbecue as well. Um, then we're going to follow, follow up with a sports day at the Sports Dome on the Saturday, the 17th. There'll be various sports and a chance for young people to meet new people and have a go at some different sports that they might not have tried before. That will also be an inclusive, a very accessible and inclusive event. So we'll also have a range of accessible sports on offer Excellent. as well. Yeah, fantastic. That's very cool. Uh, you got a, a bit of an art showcase coming up as well. Yeah, we sure do. So the following week, when school's back, um, we will have an art showcase at the Youthy um, on the Friday night. We're accepting submissions at the moment. Cool. So if you head online to the Tamworth Regional Council website and look up Youth Week 2021, you'll see um, a tab that will allow you to submit um, an application form for your submissions and also we're looking for performers as well yeah so that's an opportunity for all budding musicians or comedians or dancers or, or drama students to be able to showcase their talents as well and there will be a certificate and vouchers given to those performers just as a as a thank you yep. and recognition for that for yeah for being part of it fantastic and, that's all yeah. there's so many awesome um you know young artists out there so that's going to be fantastic for them to get a bit of limelight and get their um their artworks on display that's very cool yeah for sure um also and we're gonna end youth week um with a youth week barbecue but that'll yep. be catered by our wonderful youth council cool. at the grub hub yeah so you'll have a chance to Try out some different foods that you may not have tried before, um, but it'll all be very tasty. And this this whole program has been developed uh, in collaboration with the Tamworth Regional Youth Council. Cool. So they're very, very proud of, of these events and it, it should be a lot of fun. Fantastic. You can get all the details about those on the Tamworth Regional Council website. So get on there. Uh, the sports day, uh, you have to register for your attendance for that one or can you rock up? Yeah, so for all of the events, we, we do require you to... Yeah pre-book just because of COVID restrictions yeah. uh, but all of that can be done on the one form online on the council website. Yeah. There is also a shuttle bus service for each event um, so that everyone no matter where you're from, if you're living in Barabur and you have no way to get in, there'll be a shuttle bus service that you can take Excellent. that will take you to the event and home again. Oh, so, brilliant. So there's no reason why anyone can't come. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Fantastic. All the details on the council website we'll put up on our events page over the next couple of days as well at FM 929.com.au. That is Youth Week from April 16 to April 24. No doubt we'll uh, touch on this in the uh, the weeks coming up to that one. Uh, thank you so much for joining me for a chat. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much, Jared. Pleasure. Not a drama.
drama at all. 8.42, the stress test. We'll play that shortly. Thanks to Peel Valley Tiles and Ceramics. And this is Pink. Thanks to Country Autos Hubble and its new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast with just, well, old thinking. 92.9. Here's a light-hearted look at what's going on in the world of entertainment with The Feed. Yeah, this certainly is a light-hearted look today because Orlando Bloom has been the target of much social media mockery after revealing his daily routine in a brand new interview. This was published in the Times newspaper. People reading this were going, mate, honestly, are you taking the piss? Uh, His day is a mixture of Buddhist chanting, goji berries, and time spent thinking of ways to help minorities and women. Bloom, age 44, reveals he wakes up at 6.30am each day and immediately checks the app that monitors his sleep quality as you do. I mean, I think you really need to close your eyes as I walk you through the day in the life of Orlando Bloom. Just shut your eyes if you're able to. I mean, if you're driving, don't do that. But I think you just need to close your eyes and just imagine you are him for the day as I take you through this, okay? Once he checks his sleep quality for the evening, he then ingests a concoction of green powders that he mixes with brain octane oil, a collagen powder for his hair and nails, and some protein. After drinking that, sounds lovely, Bloom takes off on a hike while listening to Nirvana and Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, he's got the music playlist down, Pat. That's not bad. Before returning to his six-bedroom, 12-bathroom mansion for his proper break. Why do you need 12 bathrooms when you've only got six bedrooms? And is six bedrooms really a mansion? I think you need more bedrooms than that for it to be a mansion. Anyway, uh, for his proper breakfast, which is porridge made with hazelnut milk, goji berries and vanilla paste, among other things. Describing himself as 90% plant-based, Bloom says, I sometimes look at a cow and think, that's the most beautiful thing ever, as you do. As for lunch, he says he does cook occasionally, but otherwise, and I kid you not, this is a quote, he says, there's a team of people to handle all of that. Bloom says work-wise, he does have a production deal with Amazon, and he's been spending his days looking for roles for himself and others. Uh, He's trying to be a voice for everybody by trying to find roles for minorities and women. He also does a little bit of uh, Buddhist chanting and reading and also makes time in his day to build Lego along the way as well. He doesn't like to be sucked into the black hole of social media, doesn't get involved in that, which is probably good because he got absolutely roasted on social media for this exact interview. Kate on social media said, can't stop thinking about how Orlando Bloom's experience of having a seven-month-old involves waking up in the morning and checking your Fitbit to make sure you've had your full eight-hour sleep before looking in on the baby and going, hey, they seem okay, and then going out for a hike. Fair enough. And Rob says Orlando Bloom's morning routine is exactly how I would see mine if I wasn't fat and lazy and didn't have to drive myself an hour to get to work. Touche. 